Yes, sir, honey. It happened on one of them zippity-doo-dah days. Now, that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of it. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine in my way. Zippity-doo-dah. Hello, motherfuckers. Welcome to the Drowning Fish Podcast. I don't know, man. Why did that... Why is that song... Or why is that ride at Disneyland getting fucking shut down? I don't see... I I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see a problem with, um, with that ride in Disneyland that I forgot what it was called. Um... Yeah, it's it's weird, you know, because it, it's just a song, dude. It's just a little song and a little ride. But the I mean, obviously, it's a song of the South and uh, released in, in like 46 or something like that. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, dude, everyone's saying that he's on a plantation and he's supposed to be he's supposed to be like happy you know and he's singing along with the fucking rabbits and the and all the animals all the farm animals but uh realistically he fucking hates it he like he really hates he hates it there you know uh i mean he has a nice suit on like we can we can say that about the suit yeah the suit's nice I mean, he's not really a suit. It's kind of like just brown pants and kind of like a brown color. Nice hat. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a that's a weird one. That's a weird one because I I it's Disney, you know. But at the same time, it really really I feel like they were trying to be uh, subliminal because they knew what they were doing. And they knew that in the future, this was going to be like a hit, you know? And now they're changing shit up. They're changing shit up on us, dude. I don't know, man. I've never been to Disney, so I don't give a motherfucker about this, honestly. I'm going to be a a good God fucking... Like, I don't give a shit, dude. I don't really care about this at all. I do remember singing this song when I was little, though. Uh, In elementary, we would would sing uh, Zippity-Doo-Dah. And we would sing this original version... Um, yeah, I mean, who knows, dude, because I remember singing this song in music class when I was in elementary. I'm sure a lot of the kids that went to the same school I did remember. Um, but yeah, where does it originate from? And should schools fucking like do their research on where songs come from before teaching them to us? I have a, um, Bo fucking told me, and I know Bo listens to these all the time. He was telling me about some shit he learned in school and I just like my mouth dropped because I couldn't believe it. And it was, it was about also like the civil war and slavery and black rights and stuff like that. But it kind of, it's, it's just weird, dude, because who knows, dude, I learned this song in fucking elementary and now out of nowhere without any type of, without any type of, um, like consent or like, Hey, just giving you a heads up. We're going to take this away. Um, because it's racist 
kind of like it, it like I'm just like, OK, so what else that I was taught is kind of weird, you know? And I just I just went into a fucking a deep hole and trying to make sure that um, I don't end up in a crisis, you know? So I just kind of like wrote down and whatever. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I wrote a stupid fucking little story and it's it's fucking retarded, so I'm not going to read it. Um, but dude, I, I did in this story, a lot of it, a lot of it's fake, but a lot of it's also real. And if it ever comes to light, you'll never know. Um, because if it does come to light, it's probably because I'm fucking dead. Uh, but one day I woke up at like 3am. I just couldn't, I went to sleep early that day. I went to sleep like at, uh, or the day before, should I say I went to sleep around 8pm and I mean, dude, it was, uh, I woke up at like two forty something like two forty five because I had to shit really bad. Uh, so I got up, went to go shit and, uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't go back to sleep. So at like three o'clock I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to get up and, uh, clean the whole house. I mean, obviously didn't clean the bedroom because that's where my wife was fucking sleeping. Uh, but for the most part, I cleaned everything, dude, the dishes, the floors, every fucking thing, the toilet downstairs, um, even, even had an opportunity to like wake up and stretch. And, um, I got, that's the first thing I did actually was, uh, I woke up and I, I got high at 3am and I just started doing a bunch of shit, dude, because it needed to be done. And that's something that, uh, I don't do often. I don't wake up at 3 a.m. often, but, um, you know, but before 6 a.m., everything was done. Like I did everything in like three hours and I was like, holy shit, you know, like it, it's obvious that this, uh, this strain is helping me. Uh, but I also went out and killed a family of six that night or that morning. So who knows, you know, it has its pros and cons, dude, has its pros and cons. No, but seriously, it was, uh, you know, sometimes I, I can't go to sleep because I'm thinking of things that I have to do as far as like, uh, it, it, if it's like a financial goal or like something crazy, dude, I'm always thinking about some crazy shit. Uh, sometimes that keeps me from sleeping, but it's not often. It's maybe a couple times a month, uh, that I can't sleep, but it's not because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not tired. I'm fucking tired. Uh, I just can't sleep because my brain is overwhelmed with, uh, like a lot of like, like, like electric, like bolts and uh, electricity just going up there. I can feel it. Like my brain is buzzing and, uh, yeah, man. So I woke up at that and I woke up at three and got to clean and do it. It was awesome. And, uh, maybe, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to do this all the time, but you know, if I, if I can, if I can afford it go to sleep early, wake up early, get shit done and have my fucking day in front of me, dude. Because especially my off days, man, I love making like, obviously I love chilling, but I love making the most out of my off days, you know, instead of just sitting around, like going out, taking care of shit that needs to be taken care of. Um, or like hanging with friends and doing stuff like that, you know, just going out instead, instead of staying in, even though I'm not like, just like, not, I love staying in, you know, I love staying in and I love fucking writing and I love just sitting here in front of my computer, just kind of making shit up, you know, as I go. But, um, 
yeah, I had a little, it was kind of like a skit that I wanted to do, but obviously I don't have the financial cash for it, but here goes the idea. Maybe you can send this to somebody that's more successful than me and maybe they can make it happen. Who knows? You can have it. Anyways, it was about, you know, back in a day when Silicon Valley started and all the tech guys were over there laughing it up. You know, they're, they're multimillionaire, almost a billionaire. Um, and they're laughing at like self checkouts, you know, the inventant, the invent, the invention, Jesus Christ of a self checkout and how many jobs it's going to disrupt. Um, and obviously they were right. I mean, you go to a fucking Walmart, you go to any super center and they have self checkouts. And, uh, for the most part, you know, that took a lot of jobs away from those places and maybe not, you know, because they have like the people that, that like if you have a problem at Walmart uh, and the fucking scanner won't scan anymore, here comes a lady with a card and she just puts her number in and you can scan. Like those people, you know? But instead of employing fucking, like if you have six regist- like self-checkouts, you have one person to tend to them. That's five other jobs you could have had as a cashier, you know? But um, it's kind of like a five to one, four to one ratio. I don't know, dude. I don't know math. Uh, anyhow, dude, yeah, the fucking skit, I went way off. Uh, the skit is about, you know, a bunch of tech guys laughing it up about self-checkouts. And now 20 fucking years later, whatever the fuck, 10, 15 years later, AI is taking their jobs. AI is taking fucking company, uh, people, dude. And I don't know if people are paying attention. Everyone is screaming recession. I think it's fucking AI, dude. I'm not even kidding. AI is taking, AI can basically code like simple shit now, you know? All you have to do is have a fucking, like, somebody that is willing and like, the person in charge of a project can literally go in AI and type in, write a code for this and this, and it'll fucking do it probably, you know? And for the most part, dude, we don't, we're not going to need code, people that code anymore. Um, And that's, that's the first uh, that's like the first red flag of AI is that they are already taking on the people that created them, you know, taking on their jobs and stuff like that. I don't know, dude, maybe I'm just a brown guy with a crazy fucking brain. Uh, but for the most part, you know, it's, it's something to, it's something to fucking keep an eye on, you know, because next dude, AI is going to be taking my job and I'm not going to be able to do anything. And I'm going to have to fucking do this for the rest of my life, dude. And just fucking shout into a mic and pretend to be funny. You know, and if AI does that, dude, I'm going to shoot myself. I'm going to literally shoot myself in the head. If AI takes my job, it's, it's done, dude. You know, there's nothing else to do. AI can write comedy now, dude. AI can write podcasts. AI wrote this, by the way. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. If I did, I would tell you. I thought about it. I'm not going to lie. I AI is fucking that that chat GPT is pretty fucking good, dude. Um you can you can get a little bit of an idea of what it is, but for the most part, um it's it's like a Google search on steroids. And uh it, I think that it needs to be a little bit more uncensored uh because it won't it won't write anything derogatory. 
Um, and that's a lot of comedy, right? A lot of comedy is derogatory. And uh, I was goofing around with it and it's still not, you know, it's still not producing what I would want to laugh at or what I would want to say. But for the most part, you know, at least, at least it's taking the uh, job coders, you know, people that code uh, and whatnot for networks. They're done, dude. They're fucking finished. And that's why big companies like tech companies, if you look into them, are already uh, releasing a bunch of people out because they don't need them anymore. These jobs, these little fucking jobs that you have that you work maybe three, you realistically you're working maybe three hours out of the whole day because you're tinkering off. You have a fucking 30 hour lunch break or whatever the fuck you have like three fucking breaks. You have unlimited paid time off and then you're just fucking off, dude. It's one of those jobs you fuck off. And I'm not saying it's not hard, but dude, when there's YouTube videos on how to code, that kind of tells you something, you know, that kind of tells you that the fucking job's a little, uh, saturated and kind of like podcasting. Dude, there's a lot of people that can podcast, but not a lot of people can fucking sit in front of the mic and just go on out. And I don't know where this came from, dude. This was supposed to be a skit, but um, yeah, let's just fucking keep going. Let's just keep going on, on these. Uh, greed will be the demise of this country, dude. And, uh, you know, a lot of people probably think it's war. A lot of people think it's a civil war. I think greed is the main fact, um, like the main factor the foundation of why this country will fail because it's been our number one goal to obtain since, uh, the beginning of civilization, you know, the beginning of this country, the beginning of like the beginning of capitalism is when this began. And that was a really long time ago. And it's no stopping it now. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's evil, but I'm just saying, I really do believe that greed is going to be the reason why our country fails. And I mean, look at past examples, you know, Rome, Greece, big, big fucking, uh, big, (laughs) big companies. They literally are a company. All right. Uh, but yeah, big countries. It's funny that I said that without meaning to, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to be, we're fucked, man. I feel like a Pentecostal. Pentecostals always like, I remember, I don't, I don't forgot who I was talking to exactly. Oh, I was talking to a buddy online. Um, and I was telling him how, when I was younger, when I was maybe two, uh, second, third grade, we started going to Pentecostal church. And, uh, I often go back and because those are the, the, the years you're growing, you know, as a person. And I often go back and I question the moments and I question a lot of things that, I heard or I witnessed. And one of them definitely for a fact is, um, and this is probably why I am the way I am about like, my ment- uh, like you, you only live once type shit, you know? And uh, like, I often think about death and stuff like that. But that's because, dude, Pentecostals shove that shit down your fucking throat. And every day, you know, every day in church you hear it, you're like, God is coming, God is near. And I swear, dude, they've probably been saying that for like the past fucking 150 years, you know, as far as like, as far as uh, Christianity goes in this country, you know, probably 200 plus years. But for the most part, Christianity, I mean, uh, Catholic has been around for a really long time. I don't know about Pentecostal. I'm not really deep diving into it, but that's something they just shove down your throat. And uh, I don't know, dude. 
it's kind of crazy to think about, but uh, you know, I am like the way that I am because maybe because it was of church. Um, obviously I took my own approach, like go out and fucking do, obviously I can't go out and do whatever the fuck I want to do, or I, I wouldn't be sitting in this chair right now. I'd probably be skydiving in Peru or, or whatever. But, uh, for the most part, go out and fulfill your potential and try to learn as much as you can. Um, because the fucking end is near dude is the, the minute we're born or fucking dying. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of weird, but it, it, it is that we get a small moment of time. And if you don't, if you don't fucking focus on what you want and what you want to do, then it's just a waste of opportunity, a waste of air. And unfortunately there's people stuck in that and it is what it is. But, um, yeah, I don't know where that came from. Oh, I, I know exactly where that came from. I was thinking about also Benjamin Button and, uh, you know, the, the moment like this, he fucking was born old as shit, you know, in a little baby's body. And, uh, he kept, he, he, his body keeps like getting taller and older and stuff. And he's like getting younger, if that makes sense. If you've never watched Benjamin Button, you need to go watch that shit because it's a beautiful movie. Um, Brad Pitt is the main character. And I mean, dude, that's a beautiful movie, dude. And, uh, I mean, we're, we're literally destined to die the moment we're born. So, and I don't think that was the main synopsis of that movie, but it was a beautiful movie. Uh, you know, the way that, the way that he fell in love. And at the end, you know, I think they fell in love again or she ended up taking care of him because she was like, he was dying, you know, like brittle. And then she was like a mom. But I can't remember other than that. It was a long time ago. God, I need to fucking... I need to focus, man. God damn, I need to focus. I'm just rambling. Yeah, on the back TV. And you can't hear this in the podcast. Hopefully not. But in the back, we got uh, Dr. Doolittle. I don't know, dude. Uh, I went out and bought a ton of VHS on eBay. Uh, a lot of Eddie Murphy and uh, speaking of Eddie Murphy, there's a new Netflix uh, movie you should watch. It's called you people and it's really, it's pretty good. Uh, Seth Rogen is in it. Not Seth Rogen. Yeah, it is Seth Rogen. Is it Seth Rogen? I don't fucking know, dude. One of those fat dudes, the Jews, uh, he's in that and uh, not Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen's a stoner, dude. I'm sure they're both stoners, but Jonah Hill's in it with uh, Eddie Murphy, and it's pretty fucking good, dude. But yeah, I went out and bought a bunch of VHS and Dr. Doolittle, uh, Daddy Daycare. I think I got uh, Dr. Doolittle too. Yeah, I got the Nutty Professor. That's what's in here is uh, the Nutty Professor, actually, not Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, I got Dr. Doolittle too. And I got Holy Man, uh, all Eddie Murphy movies. But yeah, dude, they were crazy. Also went out to this fucking, I didn't, I guess it's been here for a while, but I've never been to it in town. It's like, uh, you buy books by the pound and I got this really, really, really old. And I, if you're watching a camera, I'm going to try to fucking put this on YouTube if everything goes well. Um, but yeah, this old fucking book, this Tom Sawyer book, Mark Twain's really fucking old. 
Um, yeah, dude, it looks cool as shit. And I got a lot of books like that. I got, um, I got sitting beside me, uh, Emilio Zapata, uh, biography in Spanish. It's just Mexican history. You know, I got Mark Twain, um, Harvard, Harvard classics and stuff like that. And I got some Marcus Aurelius stuff. Um, got a lot of shit, you know, a lot of everything was, uh, what was it? Antique or ancient? I think it was antique. They had an antique section and I went in there just because, you know, they didn't have, uh, they didn't have, they didn't have philosophy. Uh, they didn't, I don't, I mean, they had like, uh, like weird shit, but it wasn't like the people I was looking for, uh, like Nietzsche and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so I went into the, the antique and that's where I got a bunch of these books, man. They, They look fucking cool. And, Actually, the background of this podcast at some point, I try to, I try to fucking make it look better. Um, but it's going to be books now. I'm going to move the fucking some shit around and it's going to be a bunch of books and VHS and stuff that I actually, I mean, I like all that shit behind me, but it's not like, uh, I don't know, man. It just looks a little like childish, but at the same time, I, I, I am a child. Um, I have a child to brain, but yeah, it's time to time to change shit and move stuff around, you know. I was watching a uh God, let me move this mic, dude. I was watching a uh long video about anti-aging on YouTube and it's this guy, Brian Johnson, who I believe spends over 2 million a year to do this and the guy, I'm not sure exactly how old he is. I probably should have looked it up. Um, but he is, I think he's a little over 40. I'm not sure. Uh, he is older and he looks extremely young. He looks like an 18 year old. You can look up the YouTube video. Um, anyhow, it's a long process to the inevitable. Obviously it seems that these treatments, they help, you know, they, they make you not show your age. And this is where the Benjamin button bit came in. Um, Cause this guy wants to stay young for the rest of his life or look young at least, you know? Uh, and then, you know, as I was watching this video, there's a bunch of scientists and people taking his like monitor, like monitor, monitoring his health and conditions and vitals and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And it, and it hit me, dude. Like we're making a fucking, we're Frankensteining this guy and we're going to make a zombie out of him. And we're going to push him to be 160 years old. And he's one day he's just going to be in the airport and his shoulders are going to fall off, you know. And his shoulders are going to fall off and his backpack's going to be on the ground because he has no shoulders to carry his backpack. And he's just going to be standing there looking around like, holy shit, my fucking joints just fell off my body. Like, you know, when you when you slow roast beef and it just falls right off, that's exactly how this shit's going to go down, man. And, uh, we're just pushing humans to the brink of the inevitable dude. Like we're gonna, we're gonna decay at some point. We're not fucking, we're flesh, you know? And at some point we're a little bit of our body's going to decay and we're just gonna like, this guy's going to look 18 or like 25 at 90, but his toes are going to be black, you know, some stuff's in inevitable. And what are they going to do when that happens? You know, uh, what are they going to do when he's 89 and his fucking ears are falling off. I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't wait to see what this guy 
or like I hope he dies uh, first, you know, so I can see what he dies of. If I die before this fucker, man, I'm going to be pissed. Uh, the chances are he, he, I die first, you know, 2 million to fucking do this dude, 2 million a year. You gotta be loaded. I don't even make 2 million a year. This guy just spends it on looking fucking young. If I made 2 million a year, dude, you wouldn't see me ever. I wouldn't be doing a podcast. I'd be in the, uh, Afghanistan trading missiles with, uh, People. I'm not gonna say who, but people. <laughs> yeah, I wrote something that I'm not gonna fucking say or do. Uh yeah. Uh yesterday, I guess I'm gonna real quick say this. Uh yesterday I was going to get some food and uh as I was leaving my house, you know, I was kissing you know, God damn it. Fucking Christ, man. I can't even fucking talk. I'm having a brand. My brain aneurysm is throbbing and I can feel it right now. Just throbbing. I was going to go get some food. And as I was going out, you know, I kissed my dog and I pat my wife. I, I realized that that could be the last time that I see them. And as I'm leaving, I'm closing the door. I'm walking towards my car. I'm still having these thoughts. And as I get in, I lock my car. I get in. I'm still thinking about it. You know, my car is on my seatbelts on. And I, I'm thinking, you know, this could be the last time I could get in a horrible accident and not see them again. And, uh, you know, that's when I stopped to realize that's what we used to do back in the day. You know, we used to go back and hunt, not, not, I'm not saying that I was hunting, I was going to go get some takeout because, you know, the podcast is doing numbers and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'm not going to go hunt wild fucking elk because, you know, there's a fucking Arby's right next to me. That was a terrible example. I fucking hate Arby's. As a matter of fact, I've never even had Arby's, but that was the first thing that came to thought. Probably because it fucking tastes like shit. Not that I know what it tastes like because I've never had it, but I feel like it would taste like shit. And, uh, yeah, we used to go out and we used to hunt and we used to gather and stuff like that. And you never know. You never knew, you know, you could have got mauled by a fucking bear and that was the end of you. Um, and I could have gotten mauled by a fucking 18 wheeler, you know, <laughs> it, it's the same shit, dude, just a little bit more dangerous. And it sucks, dude. When people die in car accidents, you know, I wonder like, is this, is this the universe getting back at us for, uh, avoiding the inevitable of trying not to die. Um, because you hear of tragic deaths every day, every day there's some tragic death and, uh, it sucks, dude. You know, you get in a terrible car accident, you die air, you know, you fucking get ejected from your car. You should have been wearing a seatbelt maybe, or you got to take precautions. That's what, uh, that's what this whole podcast is about, man. Just taking precautions because if you don't, you know, if you don't wear your seatbelt, if you don't take precautions, if you're out and about and you don't take precautions and you don't got that tool with you, bro, you're going to get snuck up on. And that's just what I'm saying. You know, you have to take precautions. Back in the day, they had like little leather, leather vest as per- precautions. So, you know, they, they thought that the bear wouldn't bite through the leather or whatever. Uh, I'm sure somebody thought about about that, but boy, were they wrong when they got mauled. 
And uh, now, you know, people are getting mauled by fucking little, <laughs> like a U-Haul truck, you know? You get mauled down. All right, let me go on a tiny little break here. Anyhow. Yeah, man. Uh, that break was just to release some tension, if you know what I'm saying. My writing this week has been absolutely shit. I'm sorry if you're not having a good time. Uh, yeah, dude. A bunch of pussy-ass cops beat the shit out of another brother, man. Tyree Nichols. And, uh... It, it fucking sucks, dude. And this podcast is supposed to be something that is funny, comedic, satire. But sometimes, you know, we have to be serious and we have to think about what fucking happens, you know. And it fucking sucks, dude, because the police, they ganged up on this guy. They kicked him. They drugged him around. They punched him. And the worst part, it the, the literal worst part. Of this whole situation. And it happens all the time. You know, you see cops fucking killing people. You see cops taking advantage of their their power. Um, yeah, and it's sick, man. It's and, and these guys, these black cops from Memphis, beat the shit out of another brother, man. And uh, in a position like that, in a leader position like that, man, especially as a, as a black man, I feel like you should fucking, you should know a little better than that. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's crime all the time, dude. And you can't stop crime, but you gotta hold, we gotta hold these motherfuckers accountable, dude. We gotta hold these motherfuckers to the highest standard. Um, I mean, I I would say, you know, throw them in prison just like they did to that one. Uh, I don't even know the guy's name. You know, he had a weird name. Uh, the George Floyd guy. Just hold them to a standard, man. Make an example out of these motherfuckers. And I don't, I'm not saying it's going to stop it, but it's definitely going to decrease the chances of police officers. And that's not even going to help, dude. We need, we need training. We need, uh, to reform the police. We need to fucking pay the police a little more, uh, get people who actually know what the fuck they're doing, uh, because they've been trained They've been trained to de-escalate situations or been trained how to handle somebody. Dude, anybody would panic when police pulls them over, you know, especially a black man, especially somebody of color, especially uh, somebody Hispanic, anybody I'm saying would panic when the police pulls them over. They don't want to admit it, but their heart gets a little jumpy and you're just like, holy shit, I'm getting pulled over. And you don't know what that interaction is going to look like. I'm not, I've never, I've never really had a bad interaction with police. Uh, maybe one or two times, uh, the cop, like I got pulled over once with David and the cop literally just fucking, uh, shoved his head inside and was looking around and I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on here, dude? Um, and then another time this happened twice actually in high school, I got my car searched and I go out there. And then, dude, in high school, I was fucking green, you know, I, I didn't do anything. Uh, I only sold a lot of fucking dope. Um, but other than that, I was pretty fucking green, dude. And uh, I they searched my car like twice, dude. And I went out there. I remember the first time uh, there was a bunch of SUVs around my car, like two or three SUVs and a cop car. And they were like, hey, our, our dogs 
uh, our dogs picked at your car and we need to search it. And I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, I apologize. It was a little dirty because dude, who isn't dirty in high school, you know? Uh, but yeah, they searched through it. They didn't find anything in the back of my mind. I was like, maybe they're going to fucking, uh, throw like a little baggie in there and fucking set me up, which could have definitely happened, dude. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was weird. I don't know if anybody got their car searched like that. Not that I know of, but happened to me, I think at least maybe once. And then dude, I would get drug tested every fucking month or every two months or something like that. It was just fucking nuts, dude. Probably because I, I walked around like I do now and just say crazy shit, you know, but Hey, I'm still kicking, bro. I'm still kicking. Yeah, I don't know why they would. I was such an asshole in high school, dude. I would walk in and be like, what drugs are we testing? Like a stupid motherfucker, you know? And uh, yeah, they would be upset every time I said that. <laughs> they would be severely upset every time I said that. And I remember fucking with the cop, you know, fucking like little jokes here and there. I would prank, I would prank my teachers and stuff. And they probably wanted me out, honestly. Um, I would prank... I remember I I put a tree in the in the men's bathroom. Um I put a I dude, I did a lot of crazy shit. A lot of dumb shit. But it wasn't like malicious. A lot of it wasn't malicious. It was just like a little prank. I never like blew up the fucking urinals or whatever, you know. Like these fucking YouTube videos that you watch now, dude, they're blowing up bathrooms with firecrackers. That's not funny, dude. All right, it's funny for maybe 10 seconds and then you're like, holy shit, I'm fucked. You know, that <laughs> that's like writing comedy, dude. You got to fucking write something and be like, haha, uh, that's going to be funny for forever. Uh, but when you do something stupid or say something stupid, people people might be like, ah, oh, you know, I get that. And then you're like, oh, I kind of feel sick about about that, you know, kind of feel a little bit upset, actually. And some people don't even laugh. And that's the worst part. But, uh, yeah, man, these cops, they need to, they need to fucking execute them or like publicly execute them. I don't know how, but today I woke up and finally, God damn, God damn it. This is going to relieve some tension for sure. Uh, there was a white cop there. Apparently it was like the six cop, uh, five brothers and a white dude looked like a fucking Eminem movie, you know? gone wrong and uh yeah yeah there's a white dude now and i don't know if this guy kicked the shit out of him or whatnot but what i'm what i'm uh trying to say is i don't think it's gonna change until we start holding police accountable um because i don't think government is gonna change a lot about police because that's who they're policing, you know? That's who they're there to guard. Uh, the people, you know, we we don't really get the best out of shit, you know? We don't get the best out of police. We don't get the best out of uh, products that we buy. We don't get the best out of a lot. We get a, we get a lot of good shit compared to other countries and compared to, like, the mass populace of, of Earth. But for the most part, we don't get, you know, like, the shit that these higher-ups get. And, uh, you gotta, you gotta make the best of what you can. And, uh, when you can, you know, get, treat yourself, man, go to, go to the store and use that self checkout to, to get yourself a little something, you know, 
And I'm not saying, I'm not telling you to go out and commit criminal activity, but treat yourself. Treat yourself, get get you a little something. And just know, man, that nobody's really losing it. You know, it's, it's sometimes, you, yeah, sometimes you got to go out there and just fucking, you know, pull somebody out of the car and take it. You have to sometimes. And, and it doesn't feel good in the moment, but when it's parked in your garage and you can look at it, you know, it, it, it looks pretty nice. And then you get a nice feeling. You get uh, a feeling of, you know, I accomplished this and this is mine now. <laughs> God damn, I'm going to get arrested. Someone's going to do this and I'm going to get arrested. I don't know what the hell I was talking about before that. Yeah, the black cop. White cop. Yeah, man, we got to hold these cops accountable, man. And uh, all I'm saying, man, if, if the police kill me, you motherfuckers better riot. All six of you. No, man, I know I know there's more than six, and I appreciate everybody that tunes in. And um, I'm going to end this podcast real short because nobody wants to listen to fucking me ramble for an hour. Uh, but I do appreciate everybody that tunes in. Um, let's try to make... Let's try to make a good day today and a good day tomorrow. And maybe we can be uh, a little better today, a little better tomorrow, you know, every fucking day getting a little bit better. And if you're not getting a little bit better, then you're wasting your fucking time. You know, you should not be listening to this. If you're wasting your fucking day, go do something, drink a cup of coffee, clean out your drawer. Listen, dude, I am the worst about that. I have so many like miscellaneous drawers with cum filled socks in them. And I'm not proud to say, I'm not proud to say there's a lot of cum, cummy socks in my fucking drawer. All right. And you have to clean them out. You have to fucking clean them out. All right. Get your shit together, bro. All right. I know you got cum socks laying around. I bet you, I bet you got a cum sock on your bed frame, on your headrest right now. And it's just glued there. Go get it out. Go get it off right now. Stop listening to this shit and go get your cummy sock off your fucking bed, your headrest. And uh, ladies, go fucking clean your shit car right now because I know there's fucking shit all over the fucking floor. Go clean your shit and then get back to me. Just get a little bit better every day, man. Not trying to turn this into a motivational podcast, dude. I'm a fucking. hypocritical, uh, Ponzi scheming, uh, militia forming brown guy. You know, I, I, I'm the worst of them. Uh, I like to make fun of people. I like to like to just have fun, you know, and just make fun of people and, and make fun of, uh, people's traditions and color and, and uh, culture and background and just make the best out of it, man. Just make the best out of every fucking day. Even if you have to hurt somebody's feelings, go out and get you that fuck. Go out and get you something, man. Go treat yourself. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, man, please share this, dude. Please fucking dear God. I will fucking, (laughs) I will do whatever it takes for you to share this. And I'm not even kidding, dude. I will God damn it. I'll eat my toenail clippings if you share this. Um, Tag me so I can see it. Everybody have a good fucking day. If you're not winning today, you're losing. And uh, if you're losing, uh, go cure yourself.
Everything is satisfaction. Zip-a-dee-dee-da. Zip-a-dee-ay. Wonderful feeling, feeling this way. Zoom, 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 zoom. 